0: Everybody, episode five. Wow. We made it. Cinco. <laughs> I know Spanish now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm really excited because we're planning our honeymoon and we've been talking about Cancun and all those things. So I've been brushing up. So he's been learning Spanish and he knows Cinco. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really, really excited to start this episode today because we have our first guest on Unfiltered Goals. Woo! Kaylin, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, hi guys. <laughs> hey, um, yeah. So for those listening, I'm Kaylin, but I'm known as k Bay. Um, I kind of double as Nicole and Josh's. Yes, I call them Nicole and Josh, not <laughs> Colin Guda. I haven't quite gotten to that point yet, um, but we're almost there. Um, I double as their trainer and their friend.
0: Yes, yes, love it. Love it. Well, we are gonna have. Um, because we like talking about our drunken shenanigans, <laughs> we're going to talk about sort of how we met and how we became friends. And first, we're all going to say what we're drinking. Well, yeah, but there's a segment for that. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're going to talk about um, just sort of our, our fitness journeys and, and K-Bay, as we call her, has some some insights that we want to uh, to dive into. So first and foremost, what are Colin and Gouda and K-Bay drinking?
2: Woo-woo! Um I no surprise here I'm drinking Ash Nome cider once again but I am drinking the apricot honeysuckle which was the cider of the month last year in October and it's very good. I don't know why it was the October one because it's kind of like fruity and like summery. But whatever. Mm. It's not my job to say what cider should be <laughs> the cider of the month. Don't hate me, Ash and Elm. Okay. Yeah,
0: you're not that spoke, spokesperson. No, yeah. I'm not.
1: Well, I piggybacked off of Nicole and did an Ash and Elm cider. Um, but I went orange creamsicle because it sounded different.
0: It also sounds very summery.
1: But it's the cider of the month for this month, which is
2: February. So, oh hey, check okay. me out. Seasonal, I know.
0: I know, right? I would have thought they would have like made like a chocolates in love type of drink. For the- <laughs> wow, <laughs> you should Chocolate submit that. Strawberry. <laughs> submit that.
2: Let me know what they say. I'm
0: really excited for Purple Gaze. Oh why. yeah, Purple
2: Gaze. I think is their cider of the month in May. Why do you have all of their ciders memorized? I'm part of their Cider of the Month club. She's a member. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Oh, it is. Oh. Mm-hmm. I get, like, discounts off of, um, like, their restaurant and any cider I pick up in their store. Oh. Plus, I get all of the Cider of the Months before the rest of the world. Oh,
0: exclusive. I know. All right, Ash, you know, it's time to piggy up. Oh, I know, right? I spent <laughs> enough money with you guys. Just kidding. Sponsor we, me. We love you. Well, maybe sponsor us someday. Please. <laughs> and I'm drinking... Um, it is, it's actually, yeah, it's a bourbon. I'm back to bourbon this week. I drank whiskey last week. I'm drinking, you probably hear that in the background. I'm pouring another cider here. Uh, regimental. I'm going to have
1: to go grab another one in a second. Oh, yes. Yeah, sure. I'm
0: drinking the regimental whiskey. Um, uh, it's a, it's a bourbon. I think this is actually from Kat. Mm-hmm. Uh, our lovely ask- friend Kat, who lives in Minnesota, um, now uh, gave this to me. So that's, it's delicious. All right, let's dive into it.
2: Okay, so I think we need to definitely start out with we met Kaylin at our boxing gym that we're obsessed with that we will definitely be talking about. And I remember it was like, I don't know, maybe a few classes that we had taken with you and Josh and I would get in the car and be like, she's really cool. And then we met Travis, your boyfriend, and we were like, they're really cool. Travis is not cool, but... (laughs) And we were like, it was one of those weird things where we were like, so how do we tell them that like, we want to be friends with them outside of the gym? And then thankfully we found out that Travis is a big Michigan fan, Mm -hmm. big Michigan fans over here. So we had that connector right there. And then, oh, here's the other
1: special guest. (laughs) Boone has shown up (laughs) to the table. I said go blue and he came running. He
2: knows what's up.
0: Oh, Lord! Our video editor-in-chief. I know. Food matters.
2: So, yeah, we found out Travis was a big Michigan fan. We were like, all right, cool. At least they, you know, we can trust them. They're cool people. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I think we just decided that we were going to watch the Michigan-Ohio State game together because it's the biggest game ever. And I think Goods and I were very excited. I don't know if you
1: guys were as excited <laughs> as we were. But we were very excited. Well, here's my point of view. So I started, um, obviously, things with Rumble and all the managing, the pre-sale, everything. You came in as a founding member, Nicole. Um, Joshua wasn't a part of the family quite yet. Mm. Um, And I vividly remember him coming in and being like, "Eh, I'll try it out just (laughs) because Cole keeps talking about it. Um, He tried it out, loved. Um, And then it was like, we'd always talk in the lobby, like the four of us would always talk. We were just as excited as you guys were. I li- Travis and I would get in the car and be like, yeah, we should go grab drinks with them. Do you think they're going to invite us to their wedding? Like it was like, <laughs> it was like from zero to hundred real quick. Um, so the feeling was definitely mutual. Well, I remember that, that first day that
2: we hung out, I, I think we both talked about it before we got there. Cause I like, I don't know, in my mind, I was like, I have this firm rule that like, if we can't have a friendship outside of a gym, then like, are we really friends? And so I was like, I want to invite them to the wedding. But let's see how this first like hangout (laughs) goes. And spoiler alert, but eight hours into this hangout, you guys are at our house. And I was like, yeah, all right. They passed the test. We're going to give them a save the day. Well, we started started
1: the day at Kilroy's, right? Had like shots on shots on shots and then decided, you know what? Let's just keep the party going. Oh my gosh. And then we came here. We had so many shots. And I think it was the last one
2: that like God awful blue one blue balls that was had. it blue balls and it was
0: terrible oh, oh I, think so was <laughs> <laughs> I think that one was well, my idea I think that one was my idea I don't think you knew what was in the shot it was, we were just going by names. I literally
2: think line. we tasted like all of their like signature shots or whatever because yeah. we had so many so many shots so much sugar oh my gosh and then he came here wild. yep and took more shots. Yep. Sounds about right. <laughs> I also remember Travis. So, him tried to man- and- manhandle our dog. Oh, no. Travis Oh, fell. did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I love training dogs. <laughs> we were like, oh, okay. You can train Boone, I guess.
0: <laughs> I remember k eyes lit up as like the bill came because it was that, like it was probably like $300. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> I think the my favorite part was when we went back to your place. Mm-hmm. So we went from Kilroy's to our house to your place. And then the final destination was going to be pins. Mm -hmm. Travis was like looking all over the place for more things that we could take shots with. (laughs) And he found some sort of like, it was like screwball or something like that. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, let's just take shots of this. And like, I think he was having a hard time, like standing up at this point. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, so this is just, this is going to happen. We're just, let's rock with it. Yeah. I'm like, so they're all in. Cool. Yeah. And And I think
1: that's when you invited us to the wedding.
2: Was it? Wasn't it? I thought it was when we
0: were here. Yeah, I think it was when we were here.
1: Uh, You know what? I think it was because you're like... So something was on the refrigerator yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah. And I might have even been like feeling liquid courage enough to be like, so are we invited to your wedding?
0: It's amazing. Because that was
1: the elephant in the room.
0: <laughs> and after that, Travis was like, well, I'm already invited, so let's let's fuck this shit up. All <laughs> <I know>, right. <laughs>
2: I mean, if we weren't already showing our best selves, then afterwards, the pins was like. My favorite part about pins was Travis and I ordered the same drink, which was like Six different liquors mixed together. And it was supposed to be like bright pink. Well, Travis was like, I don't know what he was doing. Leaning somewhere. And I couldn't. He wasn't listening. But the bartender could tell that he was like more drunk than I was. Oh, my God. And so the bartender was like, don't put as much like booze in his and put more Sprite (laughs) in his. So and Travis didn't even notice. Mine was like bright, like Barbie pink. And Travis's was like this like ugly, like. Pink orange color. (laughs) It's because it was like mostly Sprite, I think, at that point. And Travis didn't even
1: care. He was like, Oh, this is great. (laughs) Well, because you guys were off in the corner talking, like, I don't know what you're probably something about real life things, like just normal conversation. Yeah. And Josh and I are over in the corner having like the biggest just, heart
0: to heart, just weeping.
2: <laughs> I do remember that Travis and I were talking about random stuff, and I I was like, "Hey, look over there!" And we both turned, and you guys are like holding hands, like crying. <laughs> w- wiping each other's tears <laughs> away. Like, what's happening?
0: Listen, I'm the emotionally sensitive one in this relationship. All right,
1: <laughs> that just explains our dynamic, though. Like you and Travis, like just you know, bro down. Yeah, just the bros hanging out and. Josh and I getting in our feels.
2: <laughs> so moral of the story is it was a great first time hanging out. It was a
1: great first time, but I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh my gosh, I hope they had a good time. Oh, we thought oh, Like, yeah. I hope that I didn't embarrass myself, you know? And oh, then, yeah. and then you guys had both texted me actually and said, one, is Travis alive? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and two, we had so much fun. And I was like, okay, bless. The feelings are mutual. <laughs>
2: well, I mean, as anyone that's listened to our first episode, that's how, like, my friends and I felt the first night we met, Josh and his friends, is like, we all got drunk, acted like idiots. And we were like, oh, fuck. Like, we really hope these people like us because they're really cool. Turns out they were thinking the exact same thing. And we were all friends afterwards. The rest is history. Yeah. It's there crazy. Were, there was
0: definitely some nervousness that next morning. I was like, man, I hope they like us.
2: Oh, I know. I was yeah. like, why yeah. do we always yeah. do this? Like, why do we have to take so many shots when we first <laughs> hang out with people listen
0: oh lord being friends with us it's not a prerequisite that you have to drink a lot it's just circumstantial that we end up having a good time and well and michigan beat
2: shots. ohio state it was yeah. a very good reason Monumental. monumental uh, celebrate yeah. yeah
1: well and here's the thing is so many people at the studio now at the boxing studio have asked me so were Josh and Travis, like, friends before? Like, they had to have gone to school together. So many people have asked me that. And I'm like, no, we literally met through Rumble. Like, so k Bay and Nicole made this happen. You're welcome, yep. Josh and Trav. Right? That's true. <laughs> for real, though.
0: It's very true. I, uh,
1: yeah. I, it's a great
0: story. I, I don't regret it for a second. I'm on class, like... 86 or seven. You're in
1: fourth place. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I've kind of given up hope that I can win because I just don't have enough energy to do two a days like for seven, eight days straight. (laughs) Um, But I will accept fourth place. I will gladly accept. It's okay.
2: I'll just hang back here in the 60s then (laughs) by myself. That works. Getting there eventually. All right. Getting there. It'll happen. All right. Well, so now we are going to move into just like our individual kind of journeys that led us into... A passion for fitness and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. So the actual theme of the episode that we want to talk about is physical fitness. And k is actually like a legitimate trainer. The pro. Just yeah. The pro here. <laughs> so we want to talk about physical fitness, its influence on your life solo and in a relationship and just maybe some of the struggles that you, you go through on an indi- individual or uh, in a relationship basis. So, yeah, we're going to start off. Cole, you want to? go through your journey?
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like fitness has never really been something that is, has been difficult for me because I was an athlete my whole life, Um, played soccer and tennis my whole life ever since I was four, ran cross country and track here and there, like throughout school. So, I mean, I always enjoyed being active. I gained a lot of, uh, like a lot of college, oh boy, a lot of weight in college um, I gained a lot of <laughs> there, I'm sure my college will be really proud of that statement. <laughs> um, I gained a lot of weight in college because of like, that was when I was diagnosed with endo. And so, like, my body was just kind of like freaking out on me. Plus, yeah, it was like free food and all the normal college things <laughs> pizza. Um, pizza, donuts, right? everything. Like <laughs> just drinking all night and all morning, basically. And then, yeah, binging. Breadsticks pizza and yeah. and whatever else I can get my hands on. So, yeah. And so I think that that was like when I was at my heaviest, working out probably the least amount in my life. And then when I moved back home after graduating and going, getting my master's, I was like, oh, you know, I really enjoyed the program P90X. It's like an old school like Beachbody program. And I was like, it'd be really fun to like be able to teach this to other people. It helped me lose all of my college weight. So it was like that program for me. So, yeah, I went I went ahead and got trained and was able to teach P90X for a a little bit at this gym that I was friends with the owner. And then unfortunately, the gym had to had to close. And so I wasn't able to teach anymore, but it was really, really fun. And I think that was what kind of sparked my interest again in like group fitness, because I hadn't I was just like working out at home or whatever, but I just missed the whole aspect of like group fitness for me. So when I moved to Indy, I mean, I immediately I boxed when I lived back home. But when I came to Indy, I immediately got hooked up in like a boxing gym and I was trying to go to like Y classes and more like group fitness classes, trying to like dive back into that because I just felt like there was no better way of being. I know some people don't like it, but like for me knowing that there's other people around me right. that are like-minded, have the same or similar goals, just like pushes me that much more. It's like accountability kind of. Oh, for sure. And so I think that when I moved to Indy, I got right back into like that group fitness thing. And I I mean, it took several years before I found something that I enjoy as much as I do rumble. And like, I love boxing. It's always been my favorite type of workout but what I missed at all the other gyms was, like, the combination of the strength-based training, too. Because, like, I think for me, when I started learning what workouts were best for my body type, where I could, like, lose weight, gain muscle, all of this stuff, I learned it's hit workouts and it's strength training. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. I got to find that. And that's literally what I have now found. So, yeah, that's my story. Okay, Am I next? Yeah. What about you?
1: All right. Um... Well, same kind of with going along with you, I fitness for me was always kind of like ingrained in me just with growing up. It was you're active, you're busy with tennis, you're busy with basketball, all that. And I think like you, it didn't really hit me until college. I'm from like a very, very small town. One stoplight. We had nothing but like a subway gas station. But so I think when I got to Indy, like when I got to Indianapolis, it was like, oh, wow, there's everything at my fingertips. Like I can just eat every single thing. And it was kind of like culture shock. Um, So it was a mix of that and then a mix of not being active, not playing sports, not having a routine. Um, And so I like really, really struggled from like my freshman year until like mid-sophomore year. Um, I'm a twin. And so growing up, like everything, you were just comparing yourself to I was compared to Kylie, my twin sister, all the time um, with looks, with athletics, with anything and everything. Um, and I hit a point where she was very, very active and she was very, very like what I used to look like. She was smaller. She was and I had gained all this weight um, and I started to feel self-conscious about it. Um, and so I think it was like kind of during that period, probably my sophomore year, Um, I kind of reached like almost a depressive state mentally. It wasn't even like physical for me anymore. It wasn't like, oh wow, I look different. I like need to get in shape. I need to be active again. It was more so like I'm sad. Like I'm it was my eating wasn't lining up. My my exercise routine wasn't lining up. And I then I decided, you know what? I'm just going to try this hit studio up in Carmel. Started working out there Um, And it was more so it wasn't even the physical aspect of it for me that like really hit home that was like, wow, I feel great. It was more so like the the mental release that I got from it that first like addicted me to high intensity training. I would take a class. I like mentally would just feel better, ready for For my day, ready for ready to eat well, all these things. And it was kind of just a spiral effect.
2: It's a type of therapy for sure. Yeah, exactly.
1: And so from then on, it was. I, I was able to find kind of that balance of, okay, I go to these hit classes. I am now happier mentally. I'm happier with myself physically. It was just kind of like a domino effect. Um, And then I started working ultimately at that hit studio. I started teaching class. I started managing. And then just recently, about a year ago, is when I took over at Rumble. And this has been even better for me because I've really always struggled with like lower impact issues. So like my knees, my hips, all of that. And Rumble has been good because it's not getting on a treadmill and running and doing all this cardio. Um, You're able to get that cardio with lower impact. So small little plug there, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, Love that's it. my journey. It went from being like, you know, not a problem to oh, wow, fitness is not and not a factor in my life and it's impacting my mental state to it's what I do for a living and has been the best thing for me. So
0: that's awesome. That's huge. All right. Your turn, babe. Yeah. Oh gosh. I, I feel like I have a, a journey. You do. Yeah. yeah. So most of my, um, early days of, childhood through teenage through up to college I was very much an athlete like uh like the both the both of them thanks Boone um yeah I I spent the most of my teenage years adolescence playing tennis um uh
2: side note why okay so we all need to get tennis on the books clearly yeah Travis plays tennis too oh my god
0: all right doubles let's go (laughs) for sure (laughs) Um, so I yeah, so I played tennis. Um I I played tennis in I did like the summer camps, like the you know, like the serious you play for ten hours a day type of thing. Um and I was like pretty skinny like after puberty and puberty oh man, fuck me up. <laughs> I was I was a chunky boy. Um, And then after puberty, I lost like a considerable amount of weight. College was also a terrible, terrible time for me because like I talked about in the previous episode, I have a thinking error. I can only focus in on one thing in my life and um, physical fitness and health was an afterthought when I was in college. (laughs) I didn't gain all of my weight from drinking, it was a neglect of physical activity and nutrition. Well, I imagine your college experience was you sitting behind a computer. It was, yeah, that was the majority of it. That was like 90% of my college experience was sitting behind a computer and God bless it because I have an amazing job now and I love what I do. But what happened? Yeah. So no physical activity, no attention to detail when it came to my nutrition. What happened was I gained approximately like 70 plus pounds and I have I have pictures to prove it, and I'm I'll post it on social media. I've done it before, actually, like in the past um, a bit, but it's like full on. You yeah, know, you'll
2: have to see these pictures. Wait, of, this is when of Chunky Gouda.
0: On, yeah, this is like so like think 2016 through like 2018, 19.
2: He looks like a different person.
0: Yeah, and you're my age. Are you 28?
1: Oh no, I'm 26. Yeah, I'm
0: 28. <laughs> we're yeah. old. Yeah, we are a little old. It's okay.
1: <laughs> well, I knew you were older than me, but. I can just want to read it. Okay.
0: So, uh, yeah. So, what happened was I saw myself – okay, I have a story for you. I My senior year of college, so I had the same advisor um, all four years, like – and, like, we would meet on a regular basis and, like, check in how things – how our class is going, all that kind of stuff. And this man, I kid you not, he looked me dead in the eyes and goes, how are things going, like – health wise and i was like oh wow i was like what do you mean he's like so so he knew me like before i went to the college because i like went to like a summer camp and all that kind of stuff so he knew like how skinny i was before and he was like well i've noticed that you've like packed on like a lot of weight and i was like yeah like i've just neglected it and i was like completely like dead inside i was like oh my god like You know, it's something I noticed myself. Was that
1: like your point though, where you like noticed?
0: Yeah, Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was like one of those moments where it's like, you know, you kind of know yourself a little bit. Like you're like, oh my God, my jeans don't fit or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then to to have someone else say it is like a completely different thing. And Mm. I actually stayed that same weight for like another two years. And then when I broke up with, my fiance at the time always knew it was her fault so after that moment I was like I really 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 need to focus on myself and my health and what happened was I ended up running like I just started somewhere I, I looked into you know programs and I looked into gyms and then I was scared to join a gym until I had a co-worker that was like willing to go with me to the gym and then the other easy access point to to weight loss i feel like is is running okay. mm-hmm. and because running is like very much like it's yourself it's nobody else like there's it's no, just
1: you and the music that you're listening to or exactly. the sidewalk you're running
0: on so i what happened was i developed a really unhealthy relationship with food and physical fitness i lost weight very very quickly and I like I put on some muscle, but like when you're not eating enough calories in a day and enough protein, you like still lose muscle. I got to a point where I was like, it was bad. Like I was too thin. Um, and that's kind of around the time that I met Cole, actually. Mm-hmm. And she helped reintroduce me into the world of carbs, Carbs,
2: baby. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we met, I, I mean, your friends joked about it, but they were like, oh, well, Gouda doesn't need anything, but
0: like salad salad and like grilled chicken which was true yeah i ate i ate chicken and salad from chipotle like five days of the week was basically my meal no rice no cheese it was chicken and and lettuce and you were
1: doing it because you were like i don't like were you making that a point to eat salads all the time and like was that a conscious or were you just not hungry i
0: so What happens actually, um, and for the audience that has ever, um, dealt with or tried out fasting, fasting actually is easy after like two, three weeks,
1: right? Cause your body gets,
0: you get used to it. You can fast for, if you can fast for like 12 hours to 18 hours after that period of time, it's like, it's you forget about it. Like yeah. your your body is basically like, oh, OK, we're not doing this. And then every so often, like in like sporadic moments, you'll get a sense of hunger. There's I won't talk about the science behind it because I'm not a scientist or nutritionist. <laughs> but there's a chemical in your body that flares up for when you're hungry. And that can the, that essentially goes away after a certain point. So I learned to control that feeling. And I said, no, I'm not going to eat. So I would eat like. One meal a day, and it would be so. It was like an
1: unhealthy, too,
0: it would be too small. Like, their fasting, I think, is can can be a good thing, but it would be fasting plus not eating enough nutrients, mm-hmm. well,
2: and then drinking a shit ton on the
0: weekends, and then drink too much alcohol. Yeah, so that was my death like, deadly com- combination, and. Thankfully, I met Cole and I met other friends that like got me out of that funk. But it was a very much an unhealthy relationship with food and with exercising. And then now I've moved to the point where, you know, like I'm not at probably the thinnest I could ever be in my life. My, you know, quote unquote, six pack can kind of show in the right light every so often. (laughs) But it's I'm at a point in my life now where I'm like at a really happy point with where I am. Mm -hmm. I feel strong in the gym boxing makes me feel very like like powerful and like the the hit and cardio aspect of that makes me feel like i'm capable mm-hmm. but yeah i was at a point where it was i couldn't lift anything i was running all the time it's why the tattoo is on my arm keep i running. was gonna
1: ask yeah
0: i i went with that tattoo because that tattoo helped me or keep running that mindset helped me out of the relationship i was in with my past relationship the six-year relationship but it became unhealthy and now i'm at a point where keep running is the mentality but you have to be mindful of what is happening in your life are you are you eating enough are you spending time with family and friends enough like the i i don't have any balance in my mind whatsoever i don't have it it like it just doesn't come naturally to me so that's why i have coal (laughs) so that that mentality sticks with me but i'm able to to keep it in check a lot more now um with rumble with boxing um with my nutrition and we still you know we drink on primarily just weekends um but everything is like more in what would be the right word moderation yeah moderation. it's, it's That's tough what my here. mom
1: like growing up my mom was a huge advocate and my sisters and I almost like make fun of my mom because she was like everything in moderation everything in moderation we would like laugh but like I truly feel like with working out with like eating with and everything anything and everything it's yeah. like everything in moderation is such a good like kind of yeah, really rule of them to live by because I think that
2: a lot of people hear your story about like you losing 70 pounds and they're like Oh my gosh, that's so great. And like, it is great, but like, you were not in a healthy place when you were heavy and you had to lose all that weight. But then you were also not in a healthy place when you lost all that weight. So, like, it's really not always about weight and like what the scale says. Because when I met you, I mean, you should see pictures of this kid when I met him. Again, night and day difference. He looked like he could stand behind this tiny little pole and you wouldn't even see him. Like, Mm -hmm. just. Skin and bones. I saw that video.
1: Yeah. And it's just,
2: it's wild. And like, I look at you now and all the progress that you've made and like, I can, I can see how how much happier you are because like, you've learned that, yes, you can have carbs and you can have sweets and all of these things, but like, you can still see the progress that you want to see. And so I think that was like a really important piece too, is like people heard your story and they would be like, oh, that's amazing. But like, you weren't in a healthy mindset when you lost all that
0: weight either yeah it wasn't healthy it wasn't healthy at all but i i mean i'm i'm proud that like you know i can i can say i want to do something and do it but the problem is it's too extreme it's always too extreme and so now i feel like i'm at the right balance of i can have drinks i can eat pizza and i can go to rumble class and like my weight is like gonna stay the same Mm -hmm. like that's i'm in that happy spot it's balance yeah
2: Um, I no longer have to eat olive garden breadsticks by myself. It's a great day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But before it it was like, yeah, it was constantly like this, this idea of physical fitness meant I'm losing weight. Mm -hmm. Like that's the bad mentality I was in all the time. And now I'm at a place where physical fitness is. It's not about losing weight for me. It's about I want to do hard things because life is hard. And I want to be able to, to take the the lessons that I learned in physical fitness and translate that to my normal life. Mm-hmm. So like when I'm in round nine of rumble and Kay yelling at me to punch harder and faster, <laughs> I translate that to my work life and to my, my, my family and my relationships. And I can say, no, 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 no. I I can do this even though I think it's hard and it hurts. I I can push myself to go further. So that's what like fitness has turned in f- into for me mm-hmm. is it's it's a challenge that I can translate into normal life.
1: Right. And it, and it goes beyond the workout. It goes beyond sure. just I'm here for 45 minutes to sweat and burn some calories. Like it's that's what makes you like you said, makes you feel strong, makes you feel capable, makes you feel just like at the top of the world. For sure. I do feel like it wasn't until Rumble because
2: I was always like trying to do this or trying to do that. And I feel like until I really stuck with something and watched what I drank and watched what I, again, it's all about moderation. Like when we did dry January, I was like, wow, this is great. I can go a full weekend. I can go to this favorite restaurant of mine and not have a drink. Like, that's great. But it's also about like, instead of having four drinks at dinner, I have three drinks at dinner, you know? And like, I feel like the combination of that plus like the consistency that I have felt with rumble has like I may not be losing weight, but I'm losing inches and really like my clothes fit differently.
1: And that's really all that matters. Right. You know, and I think the word that you said, like consistency for me, like that's what it is, is like staying consistent with something that doesn't mean that like seven days a week, 365 days a year, you're going to meal prep and you're going to work out and all of that because that's not realistic and that's not sustainable. But it's like you putting your best foot forward, knowing that you're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to have time with friends and times with Gouda. <laughs> um, <laughs> um that like you you allow yourself to oh you know what i'm just i'm, I'm gonna live life mm-hmm. you know but it's that consistency of you know waking up every day being like oh okay i'm gonna try my best today and that's all that matters i think
0: just the the audience needs to hear that like it's okay that you like aren't perfect we aren't either even Bay you will admit like
1: Oh, my favorite food is chocolate cake. You guys, my favorite food is chocolate cake (laughs) (laughs) and everybody needs a rest day. So (laughs) exactly.
0: So that's, yeah, that's really the point we want to drive home is I don't want, I don't want to advocate for people making excuses. I think everybody should do hard things and that can come and manifest in the form of physical activity. But I also don't think you should try to kill yourself (laughs) in terms of like starving yourself in terms of like way overdoing it and exercising four or five times a day, like where I was, you should not overdo it. You should have a, a relationship. With physical activity and nutrition.
2: And like we said, everything in moderation. And that includes good things, good things in mm-hmm. moderation as well. And like not just bad things. And I think my where like my head used to fuck with me would be like, oh, I would step on the scale, or I would put on a pair of jeans and I didn't feel any different. I didn't see the number go down. But I was feeling better. My mm-hmm. mind was more clear. I was more relaxed. I was less anxious. And like everyone that listened to the last episode knows that I struggle with anxiety. And depression and, like, when I am at my best self is when I am fueling my body in the best way, working out in the best way that's for myself and, my cl- like, my mental clarity. Like, I am with you 100%. Like, I feel like I work out more so for the mental, like, advantages that I get versus the physical ones. Mm. Like, I'm a
1: nightmare if I don't do the If I'm not in that kind of consistent pattern, you know? And you get that mental release from it. So you want to keep doing it because you want that same mental release. Yep. And then you, you know, after consistency, you end up finding then that physical benefit of it too, mm-hmm. where for it's sure. like, oh, this is working and I like it too. So yep. it's all about kind of finding what, what you enjoy and what's fun for you yep. in my opinion. For sure. Oh yeah. For sure. and it's pretty
2: amazing. Like I, I mean, I've been doing rubble consistently since probably like October mm-hmm. and By consistent, I, you know, usually go about five times a week. And when I'm not doing rumble, I'm walking the dogs or I'm downstairs on like our stationary bike, whatever, like doing something to recover and taking care of my body in that way. And I wasn't losing any weight, like from here to like from February to October, I haven't like really lost any weight. But then I put on my wedding dress the other day and it was, I mean, it fit me perfectly but it can also be like taken in because i was like holy sh-. that was the first time i was like holy shit like i actually have lost inches what you know whatever like You're I'm building
1: muscle yeah like yeah, it's crazy
2: yeah. and so like i saw that and i was like all right well that's cool because i i don't even feel like i'm like really working that much when it comes to like rumble it's just something that i genuinely enjoy doing to do it. yeah and yeah. so it's not and i think that's the biggest thing too is you have to find something you enjoy. If mm-hmm. like, this is going to be something that's sustainable, you have to find the thing that works for you. Right. And it took me a long time to find that. But then I found boxing a long time ago and I was like, yep, yeah, this is it. Like I get to release my anger. I get to punch some things. I get a good workout, all the things, but you have to be able to find what works best for you and what you enjoy.
1: Mm-hmm. 100%. My
0: drop, <laughs> drop the mic. Okay. okay. We're going to move into some rapid fire questions to wrap it up. For our
2: trainer. Buckle up, (laughs) K-Bay.
0: Buckle up, K-Bay. What's the hardest thing you you do as a trainer?
2: I don't think it's difficult.
0: You don't think it's difficult? I can
2: answer that question that way.
0: Yeah, sure.
2: I mean, what about like someone really, I mean, what do you do like when someone walks in and is completely unmotivated, just like, finds no value in this, but they still kind of like, I mean, do those people exist? And they still kind of like stick around.
1: I mean, you'll have people that like will come in and they want to, they'll come in and you can kind of tell that they're a little unmotivated, but they still are there. Yeah. So I think that's, it's more, it's more of a, it's more time consuming because you have to like turn your mic off and go over to them and you want to pay special attention to them because you can tell that they're kind of struggling a little bit, but it's not like, I don't, I don't foresee that as a bad thing. Cause right. I look at it as an opportunity. There. Yeah. I look at it as an opportunity for me to be like, Oh, well maybe I can impact them and their experience and turn the way that they're thinking about fitness around, you know? I love that.
0: Yeah. Well, so I was going to ask, so you mentioned to me in the past that you never wanted to get into personal training. Mm-hmm. So like, is that like what you just described? Um, Is that kind of why? Because like personal training is it like it's, it says it in the the name, it's, it's personal. Mm -hmm. So it's like a lot more one-on-one time. You're having to motivate somebody, help somebody like break past their barriers. Is that why you don't want to get into personal training?
1: Yeah. I think like the reason I love group fitness is because I love the accountability that it is for other people. Some people, even though it is personal training, quote unquote, like, it's you there with one person and they feel like the spotlight's on them because you're looking specifically at them. Hmm. Um, I personally feel like in group fitness, it's a bigger room. It's a lot of people. It's dark. It's not all the attention is constantly on you. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, especially with rumble, the lights being down, the music being loud. They like that. Um, For sure. And I like that too, because I don't want, I know how I felt when I first stepped into the fitness industry and I didn't want to feel like, Oh Wow. Everyone's looking at me, right. all the attention's on me. Um, and with 47 other people in the room, um, you, you got to know. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's looking at you, let alone the trainer for the full you know, hour. Yeah. Um, so I would say it's more so about the people around you mm-hmm. um, and that there's people there to whether it's your friends or whether it's somebody that you have no clue who they are. They're there and they're doing the burpee so you can do the burpee too. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of using those people around you as like your accountability partners. And that's what I love about group fitness. For sure. I feel like, and I could be wrong,
2: but I feel like a lot of people that like do personal training, like the clients, are they're, they feel like they're being like, I don't know, like forced into it, or it may not necessarily be something like that they are fully invested in themselves. And like, it's very similar to actual therapy. Like you can't help someone who doesn't want to help themselves and you can't force someone to change. And so I feel like it would be really difficult to work personally with someone who's like, I don't know. I'm just doing this because it's January 1st and this is my new year's
1: re- resolution or like whatever the case may be. Right. You know what I, I mean? I think for me too, I look at, and this is kind of just more of a personal thing, but I look at like group fitness. When I teach a class, I like love the lights and the music. And I know Josh was next to me. What, I can't remember. It was like a month ago or so. And he was on bag one, which is like right next to the instructor stand. And I was like tapping my foot, like dancing along to the beat and like I just get so into it with the lights and the music and everybody that's there that like, I can't imagine just being one-on-one and just having casual conversation because when I'm teaching, it feels like such a party. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about it for the clients as well. I love that they can vibe out to the music and they can get out of their head and do what they need to do um, and feel like they're in their own little world. And I'm not like, in their bubble. I do feel like that's a really good point to make. I feel like a lot of people that I know that
2: don't want to do group fitness is because they think all eyes are on them and there's more people watching. But realistically, no one is watching you when you're in a big room full of people. Right. But the, like everyone could be potentially watching you when it's just you and a trainer because mm-hmm. you guys are in a gym and, and you let's know, be real, like three whatever. Three of us like the
1: front row because we like to check ourselves out in the mirror. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> We're sure. ourselves, not oh, everybody yeah. else. I know.
2: Like <laughs> I never look around and I'm like, oh, they're dead <laughs> Lift is better than mine. Right. You know what I mean. How so good
0: does my ass look. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> so I feel like that in itself is all, maybe hopefully encouraging somebody that was scared to do group fitness. Like no one is looking at you. No one is judging your form or whatever. Just because there's more people in the room doesn't mean that like there's more attention on you. Right.
1: 100. Do you ever,
0: as a trainer, just you're like, ugh, like fuck this, like. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do physical activity right now.
1: No. I, so I'll be honest since we're being unfiltered here. Mm-hmm. Um, there's times before I get ready to teach. If I'm personally exhausted that I'm like, oh, I do not feel like teaching, but there's something in this like probably seems like weird to people that don't teach fitness classes, but like there's something about putting the mic on and like seeing a group of people absolutely crush 30 seconds of burpees that makes it feel like so worth it. Mm. Like the beat drops and the lights change and the whole like gang is just like getting it that I'm like, I might not have felt like I wanted to do this at the beginning, but now I'm so glad that I did because look how much everybody just accomplished. And it's kind of the same thing with working out, right? Like you don't have your pre-workout yet and you're like, Oh my gosh, I do not feel like, like going to do this right now. And then, you go and you do it and you feel great afterwards and you feel ready to take on the rest of your day. And that's like, I, I always tell people like, yeah, I'm the general manager and I love, like, I love doing that. But teaching is what fills my cup up. So like, even though I might be tired after a long day, like that's what energizes me for the rest of the day. Um, So to answer your question, yes, at the beginning. And then at the end I'm like, Oh no, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. It really is just like an actual workout. Mm -hmm. And that's why like,
2: that's what's so I mean, it's frustrating, but it's also so relatable and understand, like, I understand completely when people are like, oh, I don't feel like working out, so I didn't do it. And I'm like, trust me, I never really feel like working out. I'm never like, oh, I just crave this run. I'm going to go on. Like, no, but I can never actually, like like look back at a time where after I worked out, I was like, man, I really wish I didn't do that. Like that's never happened. Right. So like the, yeah, the hardest part I feel like is always just like starting. Right. And thankfully like rumble is such a, again, group fitness person over here went to a million and a half gyms and like, it's just a different feeling. It really is. Like, I feel like I walk in, I'm not ignored by the staff or by the other members. Like, People are like seeing me, knowing my name, talking to me, knowing more about my life than just like rumble things. And it's just it's like a whole different vibe.
0: This was great.
2: <laughs> <laughs> OK, real quick. I think we should definitely plug our favorite place.
0: Yes. We've talked about rumble a lot. I want to definitely. Well, Finn Finny's desperate well. for one of the microphones.
1: <laughs> that please, little
0: whimper. Please give me the microphone. <laughs> We should definitely talk about Rumble. What is Rumble? We yeah. talked
1: about it. Yeah. Um, so for those listening, my little tidbit. Um, so Rumble's forty-five minutes. It's high intensity, which we've all talked about as the workout that we all fell in love with. Um, so we alternate between boxing and strength training. Fifty um, percent of the time, you're on the bags. Different combos, the instructor's taking you through it all. Um, and then the other 50% of class is going to be strength training with dumbbells, body weights, um, or body weight. Free weights, uh, brass knuckles, the whole shebang. Music's up loud, lights are down low. Um, we are actually, I, most people don't know this, but we are founded by a boxer and a nightclub owner. Um, so that's why you kind of get that nightclub oh, that's so feel. Cool. Yeah. Um, with like the lights and the beat drops and all of that is because they intentionally did that with the nightclub kind of background. Um, so 45 minutes to go sweat. I'm up there on the stage, probably either. Popping around dancing or spilling my greens all over the table or <laughs> making fun of Josh and Nicole. <laughs> um, but no, it's, 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 uh, as far as like group fitness goes, it's, it's great for accountability because I mean, I know for myself, even like, it's one thing to go to the gym and in your apartment building and put your headphones in and try and work out on your own. But it's another thing when there's somebody up there telling you, what to do, when to do it. There's a method behind the madness. Um, and you know, you're getting in a beneficial workout. You're leaving, feeling good. Um, for sure. Absolutely. Anything else you guys want to add about rumble that I left out? The thing that I love most about rumble.
0: He's been waiting (laughs) the whole episode to talk about his favorite thing
2: about rumble. No,
0: No, I just know he's really excited to talk about it. I was just going to say that for one, I love rumble, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) (laughs) Really, really the most important thing about Rumble is you show up and the uh, workout is prescribed. You have a trainer that knows exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And it's dedicated towards, you know, an upper body, a leg or an all body workout. And so I love the fact that it's like prescribed. I don't have to think about what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm told I show up and then it's done. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. So there's no like there's no cost to me personally other than the fact that I just have to show up. That's why I love Rumble. What do you love
2: about oh, Rumble? Honestly, I think the music is it for me. Like I am very much like I get motivated by what's happening around me. So yeah, like my competitive side might come out and I might see Josh moving faster in the burpees than me and I'm like, "No, I'm going to beat him." But I think too like I will hear like a certain song, like when some, some remix of Post Malone comes on, I'm like <laughs> just vibing all the way out. But I feel like what I love most about it is like I can go in I'm going to get the, whatever results I get is like what I give going in. Like I have gone to classes where like, I haven't felt super great. So I've modified a lot Mm -hmm. and like, I still feel great when I leave, but then there's times where like, I go a lot harder and then I'm like drenched in sweat. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for a lot of people that are worried about like taking the next step into their fitness journey or whatever, it's because they are like thinking that they're expected to be perfect. And like, there's always modifications that are offered. Right. The trainers are not making you feel bad if you are modifying, which is like a really big thing. Like, like, I feel like you guys have the perfect balance of like motivating, but still just like meeting people where they are and knowing that like I might be able to do 20 burpees in 30 seconds. But the girl behind me can probably only do two. Right. And that's totally right. fine. Right.
1: And that's what I like to say, like working with the body that you brought to class, because every day it's going to feel different. You're going to feel different you're going to feel like doing more or doing less. And that's always the option, you know? Yeah. It's like that. It's just, it's such, I know Josh is like
2: ready to go to rumble right now. He's like, all right, let's go. (laughs)
0: All all I was going to say was like showing up with the body that you have. I've shown up to rumble hungover. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And I didn't have a lot to give. (laughs) And it was perfect.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Wait, so can I hijack this podcast for a second? Because I have a question to ask you guys. So what do you feel like Rumble has done for your relationship? Like what's been, is it the fact that you just like working out together? Is it the fact that you can, you can, this is a joke, but you guys can fight before class (laughs) and then then come in and take it out on the bags and leave feeling okay. I
2: think that like for us, like both of us are so active as individuals, but like when we first met, Josh was like really into his running phase. And like, I've always enjoyed running, but not the way that he does. And so like we tried running together and it was fucking miserable because <laughs> Josh was like taking his AirPod out and like listening to me breathe. And then he'd be like, oh, babe, you know, you got to I'm like, no, this is not it. And like, we've done other things here and there. I tried to get him to come boxing with me a long time ago at a different gym. And like, he was like, Yeah cool, whatever. Like he was really into weightlifting at the time. I think the only physical activity that like we enjoy doing together is playing tennis. But like until we met Rumble and like, I feel like I am way more motivated when he is next to me, even if it's a <laughs> 100 oh, it's one spot down, yeah. like if he's in the room, I am literally like I either want to beat him or I want to like get to his level. I get inspired by watching him because I know how much he loves it and how much how hard he's been working. Like I get inspired by watching him. I get motivated by being near him. And honestly, I feel like I feel like us being able to do these physical activities together has done amazing things for our
0: relationship. I really do. I agree. Yeah. This has been really, really fun. It has been really fun. First
1: guest. Guys, I'm so honored. <laughs> <laughs> I had hey, pregame jitters before this. I was, I had sweaty palms. I was so nervous. <laughs> that was what the shot was for.
2: We really appreciate you being here and like being our first guest. And well,
1: thanks, guys.
0: I appreciate you guys. Thanks, y'all, for listening. This has been a unfiltered goals podcast. We love y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>